This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So, the only thing left to say is, you win. Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards points delivered too, so that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants, 18 plus, rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This programme was previously broadcast live on Love Sport Radio, so some items may be out of date. Phone-in elements of these shows are not available, but if you'd like to comment or give us feedback on our shows, you can tweet us at Love Sport Radio. For more podcasts or to listen live, visit lovesportradio.com. Alternatively, you can find this and other podcasts on iTunes or Spotify using the keyword Love Sport. Welcome to the Chelsea Fan Show with Mika and Critchard and the Chelsea Fancast. I'm joined this evening by Stanford Chidge. Hello. Jonathan Kidd. Kiddo. And Alex Churchill. How are we all doing tonight? We've we had a very good day. Thank you very much. Thank you for asking. It's good. It's been nice a nice sunny day, hasn't it? We're not too depressed by the uh, the score on uh, Tuesday, but uh, we're going to bring it up, though, aren't we? I think we might be discussing bring that. It up, what do you reckon? Bring it up like a vomit. Like a large sick. Yeah. 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 Not like a mother feeding her chicks or anything. Yeah, that would be good. Okay. Guess, I think that would be Fra- a positive. Frank one. is the. Uh, I think we just should. Frank is the mother, mate. and he's just feeding yeah. the little youths. I, d- I wasn't there, mate. Welcome well, to the regurgitation. No. You cannot comment, school. mate. I was absent without leave. I watched it with my wife, which is quite a salutary experience. It was like, as I said to Alex earlier on, it was like watching a game with a stupid bloke who, who talks nonsense for ninety minutes next to you at the oh, game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did she do that, or was she just? Yeah, she did that. But but she kept uh, having to explain stuff to her. What, what, I love like, that you say that as if you don't speak nonsense during football. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Alex, how I've missed you. You rumbled me totally. That's you told. Gigi, yeah, I'm no, sure she'll be. She, that's what she does. That's why she's called the girl who likes balls. Keep it real. We'll be looking back, obviously, uh, at uh, the Champions League defeat uh, to Valencia in midweek. We'll also be looking ahead to the big game of the weekend, 4.30 kickoff on Sunday at Stamford Bridge. It's Chelsea versus Liverpool. Let's obviously look back then at, at the defeat. It was a 1-0 defeat to Valencia at Stamford Bridge. Uh, Rodrigo, the man, uh, to get uh, the winner uh, in that game. Um, obviously, one of the contentious issues was Ross Barkley's penalty. We'll talk about that. Also, Mason Mount's injury. Let, let's kick off with that, as that was one of the what, early the injury? points the penalty. of the game. Yeah, the injury well, was... or the penalty? What do you want first, Kieran? Let's talk Mason Mount. Let's go in chronological right. order. Yeah, Mason not? Mount, first half, went Six down. Minutes. It was a tackle by Francis Cockerham. No, it wasn't a tackle. No, it was an abuse. It was an assault. It was an assault. Is that what we're Where saying? Where was it is? VAR? Well, you just have to see it back. His, an- his ankles at an angle. It's a completely ludicrous tackle, and the the preening large who ate all the pies ref was wandering around, just going no, 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 and his you know you, the clear way they and do. obvious error by the referee yes. should be VAR. Absolutely. Now the person who's all about VAR is Alex, who's attended at Brockley Park. She's been there and done it and spoken you to listen them. Listen to their lectures listen and watch their, their lectures. PowerPoint things. What's your view, Alex? Then on on VAR. Were you a fan of it before it came in and having seen it over this first month or so of the season, have your views changed on, on its use? 
didn't want it to come in. Um, I'm all for things like goal line technology. I think that's black and white. Um, but what the three hours or so we spent at Stockley Park showed me was that all they are doing is taking all this subjectivity away from the referee and away from the stadium and putting it into a room hundreds of miles away, up to hundreds of miles away, where people who you can't see are doing it because it's still completely subjective that we actually got to sit and play with the system and we got to be the VAR ref and, and we got they always have a technician and so we got our own technician who talked us through it and and I would watch the game and I uh, we had clips to watch with various incidents and I would say nah I don't want to look at that again or yeah go on show me that one again and even then it's subjective in the hands of the technician as to which of the I mean if it's a televised game he's got more than 20 cameras he's got 21 I think it is cameras that he can show you that he can pick to put on your screen in front of you because the ref doesn't have to do all that stuff so it's he then subjectively chooses which angle to show you and then you subjectively choose whether you think you should tell the referee and we um we had as well we heard some var challenges and what they were was a load of brokes screaming at each other there were like five people on the mic all these people shouting over and over one another about what was going on and what they were checking and what needed checking and apparently the referee only hears there's literally like there's a green button that you press down when you want the referee to hear what's going on but so feasibly the referee's got all of that going on in his ear whilst he's continuing to watch the game and try and figure out what's going on so is this why he stands there in that kind of yeah. strange look and in the premier league they've been told so that long delay while they work the penalty out in if the european thing which we all know was going to be a penalty as soon as it happened because literally in european football it had just grazes a fingernail accidentally yeah. Yeah. and they're yeah. going to give it but what they've told the Premier League referees is that they don't want the game. The, their big thing is they looked at cricket, they looked at rugby, and they threw out a lot of the way that they use um, All the good technology bits. because yeah. the, All the the, fun bits their that biggest we get thing in. is that they don't want to impact the speed of the Premier League and how fast it is and the pace. Um, so they are actively telling the referees. So where that guy went and looked at the screen and decided that Chelsea were given a penalty of his own accord and the subjectivity was still with the referee. In the Premier League, so far as they as I took from that Stockley Park, he would he's been told not to slow the game down and someone's just gonna tell him in his ear whether to give that game. So like I say, what I hate about it is the fact that all of the subjectivity has been taken away from the stadium, put somewhere where you can't see it, and it really, really has fundamentally ruined the experience of a football fan in a stadium because every time a goal goes in now instead of jumping up and down and celebrating you're sitting there and you're going well we've got to wait we've got to wait while he checks it because every Premier League goal is checked no matter what and you won't be told that on the screen and what happens is they're supposed to have and they say that it will be done before it gets back to the centre circle and that 95% of goals and blah 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 will be fine but that's still 20 goals a season that are going to be scored are going on last season's figures I think or 1 in 20 we worked out 1 in 20 goals in the Premier League they're going to get all the way back to the middle everyone's going to have celebrated and then then it must, means nothing they're going to take it away again and if you're the fan in the ground what you're finding now is people don't celebrate until they actually see the referee stop with the figure it's rubbish it's rubbish it has ruined football for but the match going, going back going back to that tackle I mean <clears throat> It's, I think it's it's impossible to to say whether he did him comprehensively or not. All the football players, <laughs> hands up, everybody in the room who played football uh, either in Division One because Glenn Hoddle never played in the Premier League as far as I can remember. In my mind, all right, yeah, none <laughs> of us, all right. So none of us have played at that level. All of the professionals after the game, including Ida, who's blue tinted, and Glenn, who's got a yeah, soft said there jersey, was a fair tackle. All well, I don't think they, I don't think they went that far, but they oh. they couldn't definitively say that he went in to do them now. As a fan, my reaction was, uh, it doesn't matter <laughs> if it was accidental or not. And I was bemoaning the fact to my wife, who I watched the game with when she wasn't talking nonsense, saying that in my day, there would have been somebody on the pitch in a Chelsea shirt who would have sought him out and broken his legs. Yeah. Which would have been fair enough retribution in my book. But there's yeah. there's no excuse for VAR not coming in and, and at least reviewing that challenge. From all 21 angles. And just one one last thing on VAR, which yeah. really, really irritates me and ghouls me, and now I've completely it's gone out of my head as soon as I was going to say it, is that um, 
So I can't even remember what I was going to say now. Well, then don't oh, say I lost it. my train. I will come back to me and I'll spit it but out. But let's in just the say that it. it ruined the game because yeah. um, for oh, Chelsea. Oh, no, that's because... it. At Stockley oh, Park, oh. we were told that every single review, barring that every goal is checked um, and every penalty that's given is checked, um, you were going to be told on the big screen what was going on, apart from at Scouse and Old Trafford, who were too cheap to have an actual big yeah. screen. With, yeah. And yeah. you would get the, the replay that they used to make the decision, so whichever one of the 21, if the decision was made and something was given would be put on the big screen. I've not seen one of these decisions on the big yeah. screen. It's rubbish. They ha- they're they not doing it. And barely are we seeing even the notification that yeah. there's a VAR check But the check fact on. of the matter is, is that, you know, we all think that he should have uh, used VAR, VAR and for all we know he, they might have done for the tackle on Mount. And... I don't think any of us here would agree that it should have been a penalty because, you know, that was about as accidental as you can get. But, of course, in Europe, as I had to point out to my wife, as I mentioned previously, Kieran, I, had, I said, well, in Europe, I said to her before it was overturned, I said, they'll overturn that because in yes. Europe, if it hits the hand, it's mm. a penalty. Absolutely. Which but that's, should... no, that's also a nonsense in my book. It, it is, and we were told at Stockley Park that the Premier League fundamentally are not going mm. down that no, road. Well, they fair don't play. agree well, with how it. The sooner they get that, rid though. of it, I mean, you know, the thing is, so it's more subjectivity. Yeah, but here, hang on a second, guys. You know, would you rather have a game where we are going to get referee errors or, or mistakes, or would you rather have a game with VAR, which I annoys can, the hell out of us? I can tolerate human error. Yeah, so I can will I. not tolerate well, the game being screwed up by computers when they, they're still providing the errors. I think people will accept human error. People will not accept the, yeah, their enjoyment but, but, being but, ruined and it's still being wrong. But at the moment, it's not happening. They, they aren't applying VAR in the Premier League. They're just... They're, it's some well, they're kind bottling of, out, aren't Yeah, they? they're bottling out yeah. completely. It's, just, yeah. it's not occurring. So it's, you just I, you watch it and think, well, they're nothing... They're, they're, are they there, I keep thinking? Is there actually a VAR presence? You know that gif of Sideshow Bob running around with his arms up in the air going, ah! I imagine that's what it's like at, um, over where that place over at Stockley Park because everything they said about how they wanted it to run and how smooth it was going to be has turned out to be complete and utter yeah, but, but rubbish. That's also to do with human ego involved. It's also to do with the with the referees themselves. And when you had the the dream team of idiocy with with um, what's his face from the uh, game at the uh, the home game. Um, no, it wasn't the home game. It was with, with Mariner was the oh, yeah. was the. The, uh, the the video he was ref, in, and it was, and at, it was Atkinson. Atkinson. Yeah. yeah, I mean, for goodness' sake, they're never going to agree on anything. And they're... also, that this is what I said this at the meeting, and I just got. I mean, he he, he was quite snippy and sarcastic with people, which I thought like belied the point of being there. The guy in charge of. Oh. PR at the Premier League when people were questioning VAR and my thing was so if you give a game to Michael Oliver like a Liverpool Man United game it's because you believe him to be the best official you can find to do it why then is bloody sorry Roger East sitting (laughs) over in Stockley Park overruling the best guy for the job and to that they were said well they won't be the referee will still be in charge and I just but it's also it's actually it's reflected upon the linesmen who are now scared to make any decision at all anything happening on the field this thing about they've been told to keep their flags down as well and they the referee guy then came in and spoke to us the guy that runs Pugmall or whatever it's called and uh, he said that they're fundamentally having to redo how a linesman does his jobs because they've been told to keep their flag down and let VAR make the decision on offside and I think it's Van Dyke who came forward and said how many times a defender's going to have to go bombing back waste energy wreck themselves or attackers waste energy on something that you all know is offside until a computer tells you oh just you shouldn't have asked this question I'm so sorry no no no, it's good it's great (laughs) it's great it's a great debate we just went down the rabbit hole can we just move swiftly on from that was the consequence of Mount being tackled like that was uh, he went off yeah. and Pedro came on Who and was Pedro rubbish. was absolutely, absolutely appalling. Can I just say, though, in no way was Pedro fit to do 70 minutes. He no. did take one for the team there because yeah, yeah. the alternative... He's been out for a while, Yeah, he yeah. has. And yeah. he was, I reckon, he was there and if the, everything went to plan, he would have done 20 minutes at the end and he would have given us a yeah. boost. He was yeah. not fit to play more than an no, hour of football wasn't. and I really well, why didn't he bring Pulisic on then? I, what has Pulisic done to annoy Lampard? I don't want to, it's a question of annoying. I don't think it's well, annoying. I think it's that he's... he's 
stopped he's, using he's him. He's not contributing to the to the team working in the pattern that the tactical. You pattern think he doesn't work after. with the three at the back? Well, no, he, I think he's been. He doesn't he, work with the four at the back. It, you know, it's been. It's he hasn't been coming. But he doesn't tackle enough. He doesn't get involved enough. Is it he like the age old? We had the problem when Hazard came yeah, to Chelsea, where yeah. they don't realise how much they have to do tracking absolutely. back. Absolutely, it seems pretty yeah. obvious to me that that's what he's there for. Okay. I, I also it, think he looks. I mean, the, the appearances that I've seen him make, he's clearly got a lot of talent. But mm. I, I, I think he's taking time to adjust to the Premier League as a lot of players... I mean, yeah. you know, I've seen players who are twice as experienced as him come in and struggle for a year. Ramirez. You know, so I think, I think he's adapting to the league. And I think he's possibly a little bit overawed. We, we all forget, because we've, we've grown up with Chelsea since the days when they were rubbish. Mm. And... You know, we forget what a big club they are now, and I think he might oh. be a bit overawed by well, it. I, think, I mean, I he's think a baby Salah as well. Was, yeah. Salah was overawed. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> so yeah, overawed, he forgot. And, uh, I, thought, I, thought, <laughs> I thought De Bruyne was the ball boy, the ginger ball boy yes, down he in by the Matthew Hardy game. Yeah, yeah. 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 He, the ball boy would have been better, actually. Yeah, at that but, stage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There you go. Yeah. We've got through 15 minutes there without even talking about Ross Barkley's penalty. We'll so do it next uh, part. I'm sure that we will cover that. Uh, and as well as talking about how uh, how this affects Chelsea's hopes in the group stages, losing that first home game, and also about the tactical change. I want to get your views on going to a back three. Uh, so we'll talk about all of that next. For the fans, by the fans, Love Sport Radio. This is the Chelsea Fan Show, which is the Chelsea Fancast and me, Kieran Critchard. We were talking all about VAR and we kind of forgot to talk about uh, quite a lot of the other action. Let's talk about the penalty incident. Obviously, Valencia wandered up by this point just after the 80-minute mark. A handball that, well, we've already mentioned how it was a little bit dubious as to whether it was deliberate or accidental. But let's talk actually about Ross Barkley taking the penalty now. Jorginho, in the process of deciding he was going to take it, did shake Ross Barkley's hand and said, you have a go. And Frank Lampard after the game said he backed Ross Barkley to take that. And Ross Barkley said after the game that he will continue to take penalties, not deterred by it. Chigi, were you surprised that Ross Barkley had just come yeah. on and decided to take that penalty rather than Jorginho, well, who scored penalties for Chelsea? My instant reaction was that, you know, that... that I didn't. I mean, you know, the whole Frank thing after is another matter. My instant reaction was that Ross Barkley's not the penalty taker. He had grabbed the ball because he wanted to basically, you know, have a bit of glory for himself and resurrect what has been a poor start for his career at Chelsea this season. And that that Jorginho was probably. I mean, I don't, didn't know anything about who the penalty takers are. My presumption was that Jorginho's the the regular penalty taker. And the only other thing I would add to that was William. Uh, getting involved because I think that William, like Barkley, wanted to try and secure some glory for himself because he'd had a re- had a pretty good game, but I think he'd been quite selfish throughout, and I think that was coming through. This is before, so I was I was doing my nut because I'm thinking, why is Barkley taking the p- penalty? Admittedly, I said most of that after he missed it, and probably wouldn't have said that at <laughs> all had everybody. he taken it. But you know, I didn't think he was the penalty taker. So Lamps, I think, was basically deciding not to throw him under the bus, which is good management. I mean, I know everybody got steamed up saying, "Well, he's lying, he's lying." Well, a none of us really know, but b if he was lying, it's good management. You don't throw your players under the bus publicly. Do you think we're seeing it more and more nowadays? We saw it a few years ago with Everton, where Kevin Morales nicked the ball off Leighton Baines, who was such a good penalty taker for them, took the, took the penalty, missed it. We've seen it with Pogba and Rashford at Manchester yeah. United this season. And Why are we seeing it more and more nowadays that there seems to be there doesn't seem to be an out and out? There's not an Alan Shearer, lack of leadership on the pitch, and lack of leadership on the pitch. I mean, really, what should have happened? I'm sure these guys agree. If you'd have had John Terry on that pitch. He'd have like gone up to uh, Ross Barkley, shaken him fairly by the neck, and said, <laughs> "No, son, you're not taking it. Jorginho's taking it. He's the penalty taker." Dave is not that kind of a captain. He did. There is an image of him with his finger, and it's an angry point pointing at Jorginho and saying, "And it looks like he's saying he's taking it." But what Barkley? No, it's Dave pointing. Right. Okay. So yeah, but what good did that do? Well, it's Dave. He's that's lovely, I'm but he's no, not I know. John that's why I said John Terry has shaken him yeah. by the throat. So to Dave's, he did try, but there must be something going on because all three of them went for the penalty yeah. and all stood in the penalty area and had words. So there but was something. But this is not good, definitely. JK. No, of course it's not. You know, you got to play for the it's team. Not. Absolutely. But I think you're absolutely right. I think Barkley. His, uh, his status within the club is difficult at the moment because diminished. he's diminished. Well, indeed, he's not first choice. He got taken off 52 minutes the other day and weirdly then plays for England. But Mount is, is clearly a very superior player at the moment. So you, Who'd uh, have gone off. And Barclay's gone off. thinking, I'm going to get a run here. Absolutely. absolutely. So Better he thinks, seal it with a penalty absolutely. kick, mate. But yeah. to have Pedro 
injured Pedro, not fit Pedro, taken put on to replace Mount and not you as yeah, well. Yeah, as well. Is a, I mean, and he had a good yeah. pre-season and then a rubbish start. I mean, he was in the starting there 11, but he was yeah. rubbish. Yeah. And it's very up and down for him at the moment. And I think he's, I think he's very but, conscious that if he doesn't prove himself now at Chelsea, he's oh. never going to be that. Well, one of the things that I said the other day was that my view was he was constantly being caught in possession and giving the ball away. And, too many um, touches. And with too many touches, yeah. And this was then proven by the stats because it sounds as if I was protesting too much. But no, the stats were such. He keeps being caught in possession. Mm. He does that weird thing of he doesn't make a decision. He stops with the ball and he has two players around him and he seems to think, I can deal with this. He's, and he, every single time he's dispossessed and the ball then goes down. He's not the operating at the same... Frank seems to be trying to get a good a pace certain level, going. Absolutely, yeah. And he, he seems... To constantly be off the pace, off, off that pace, not as in unfit, but no, he's no. not moving no, no, the no, ball no, no. on as quickly no, as everybody not. else. He's, and not. he's not. Yeah, I he's wanted not. to. Get, so, yeah. I wanted to get your views on the, the the change in formation because we've seen a back three start to emerge. It happened against Wolves, and Frank Lampard said how so, yeah. it was kind of to combat Wolves as back three. So, so perhaps showing some intelligent tactical intelligence there of uh, identifying what sort of a formation yeah. will work against that side. Do you think this is something Alex is going to continue in terms of a back three, or will this perhaps be a bit of a reality check that maybe he might rethink that? I don't, I don't think he's going to stop tinkering. I think no, he's, no, and especially that it's so difficult at the moment. I don't think anything that Lampard does at the back right now you can judge him on because no, I mean, literally, we have so many injuries. That's right, it's the injuries. That until he has back a centre back pairing that he trusts or that are in good form together, which I don't think you can say Zuma and Christensen are at the moment. I mean, Zuma's got very much better. Christensen was assured for most of the game against Valencia, I thought. But I, I think you're still looking at it and going, I, I want Rudy in there to start and then whoever works with him. The, the three at the back works better with Alonso because Alonso yeah. is fantastic. I think that's forward. why he went back to And that's exactly... Yeah. I was about to say... Sorry, it's, no, no, no. It's, I think it's exactly yeah. what happened. Some, well, someone well, actually... Well, was it Ken tweeted, simple, go free at the back, put Alonso at left wing back, win the league, same as Antonio <laughs> his first season. If only it was that Well, easy. and also <laughs> I think, not to be underestimated, was of course it enabled him to play... Aspilicueta higher up absolutely and I, and I love Dave and I think he's a superb defender but I do think he's on the other side of the bell curve mm. and I think if his legs are maybe going a bit his sharpness is going a bit he's he's better like like uh, the reason Alonso plays wing back not left back yeah, is cause because he hasn't got the pace and, well and because they're defenders but <laughs> they're not well, they work better when they have to defend like, do you know when they've got yeah, three centre backs yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. when they yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, no, they Dave, don't Dave have to defend a, as much. Those Dave defenders an, look better. Dave's an exceptional defender, but yeah. I think he, his legs might be going a bit. So play them higher up the pitch. He just seems absolutely tanked by about the 80th minute of every yeah, game. He's now, put in a lot he? of miles over the last few years. You know. Same with Kante. It's caught up with him, hasn't it? Well, I, I'm worried, deeply worried about that. But I think, uh, well, so. if you read what Frank said in the press conference um, yeah. when he said that it was a miracle what he did in the Super Cup final, yeah. um, and now they're they're not going to push it. They're going to give him. But the it's time every he year. Needs. It's it's like you were saying, Alex. I think that's a superb point. It's cumulative, isn't it? Yeah. Because he hasn't stopped playing at the highest level for the last three or four seasons. No. I'm including winning the World Cup in that. Then comes back a week later. And, and remember, plays they, for he, has, he has to play like there's two of him in every team he plays. Yeah, you know, well, he doesn't so, to. He just does. Well, he does the, anyway, doesn't he? Yeah. But I mean, you know, at France he had to babysit Pogba. Yeah. You know, yeah. at Leicester he had to babysit Danny Drinkwater. At Chelsea's had to babysit Jorginho. So he's having to do the work of two players all the time. And yes, you said that is his game. Is, is he still injured for the for some? Well, I've heard he? that he's he's fit, but he's, he's not well. match fit. But yeah. I, I, I look, frankly, I mean, it's an interesting thing. We'll talk about this when we get to Liverpool, no doubt. If there's a doubt about Kante or Rudiger or Mount. You know, they may be fit. They may be okay to play. Don't play them. We're going to need these players. I mean, mug off the Liverpool match. They're more than likely to duff us up anyway. Don't waste them because we're going to need these guys throughout the season. Don't risk them. They're too important. Is it Cheek's back in six weeks, apparently, isn't it? What what, what are you talking about? Cheek. Cheek. I like calling him Cheek. Because I just think that fits. Uh, yeah, well, I think it's kind of beginning of November. They reckon, isn't it? Yeah. We were talking about it last week, weren't we? Yeah. We had that yeah. had that little sheet. A list of yeah, yeah. What, what's the place you go to on the uh, Premier Injuries Oh, com. and yeah. apparently Hudson Adoy match time against Grimsby or Macclesfield. Yeah, the one, yeah. So. Which is good news, which you know. Is. And he signed, of course, signed the contract. Yeah, yeah, last they beat, they beat week, wasn't it? We were all like, "Is it fake?" I thought he signed fake? it two years ago, according to ITK Twitter accounts. Oh, they were saying it every week. They know, yeah, they know everything, don't they? 
They do. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I was going to say something that would probably get us into legal trouble. So <laughs> moving, it's funny how one's brain actually utters perhaps what it shouldn't occasionally. But yeah. I'm delighted Callum signed, actually. I mean, that's. I, I'm also equally delighted the fact in the press conference today, Frank said he made a point of speaking to him the first day he got there to say, look, I really want you to stay at the club. I need you. I, you know, you, you're part of my plans. Mm. Um, Frank is... It's nice uh, to be wanted. Frank's, yeah. Frank's great. great. You Frank know, is a great PR. Man manager. Crack. He's yes, no chump, is he, when it comes he to really dealing with is. the press, like yeah. with the whole Barkley is yeah. my penalty taker. Yeah. No, he isn't, Frank. Yeah. But he said and did exactly he looked, the right he thing. He looked very He li- looked he almost looked, yeah. convincing. He looked like he was going red. He knew he was lying. Yeah, he, he did. But you, he... <laughs> I mean, remember I'm a psychotherapist. I mean, I yeah. could tell he was lying I mean, a mile off. We, we know he's lying. He knows he's lying. And yet he still has to get up and say that. He has to, because otherwise it becomes completely about nothing else. For the entire, well, I could give him a few lessons in lying. I think you know yeah. he, he could have, he could have handled that slightly better, you know, because he, he did look a bit a, shifty. Didn't he did he? look shifty. Yeah, you got to look him how right. Do, in how the do eye. you not look shifty? What's the thing to do? Well, that's what I do every you week on this show, mate. Don't don't it? look up and to the, the right. Don't look into yeah, the right. Don't look up to the right. But up to the right is formulating a lie, and if you look up absolutely. to the left, you're recalling a memory. Really? Yeah. And God. don't and I've don't protest. Micro expressions. Don't and don't protest. I mean, if he'd have gone in there and said to the uh, I don't know who it was actually. Des uh, Kelly, maybe because it's BT, isn't it? If he'd have said, "What are you talking about?" Of course, Ross Barkley's the penalty taker. He's been taking them all pre-season. Why are you even? Why are you even talking? Now that would have sounded really plausible to us, but mm. anybody with any smarts would have known he was lying out of his rear end because he was projecting. God, a mine of information. It's all from watching Criminal Minds. <sighs> about all, it, fifteen seasons it, worth it, for me. He's actually you. a professional. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all from having a criminal mind. Yeah. <laughs> do, does NCIS contribute that as well? Do you it does. Find? Yes, well. I do, and I've been binge watching. Is David watching. McCallum still in that? He's eighty-six. Well, I think he is still in it. Yeah, in a minute, yeah. In a minute, well, I heard Abby left because my dad was my dad. My dad was a friend of his. My dad knew him. You know the goth man from Uncle. She left because Gibbs or Mark Harmon. They had a big row about the presence of her dog on set oh, and apparently wow. that's why she left yeah fair enough Nonsense. though if you're allergic, Jonathan, allergic to the Jonathan, dog fair enough I'll give you extra points yeah. if you can say yeah. David McCullum's character from the man from uncle properly uh, Ilya Kuryakin oh, just... and which which crew member <laughs> you, did you play good, in uh, A Night to good. Remember you are too good JK I am not worthy <laughs> fantastic which, which Titanic crew member did he play in a night to remember. Very good. Oh, good point. Yeah, I don't remember that. Uh-oh. No. So you just lost Jack points. Jack Phillips, back yeah. Yeah. senior wireless operator. Was it? Yeah, yeah. Sorry, Kieran, Kieran's Can trying I just to do say, a show here. My, my dad was in that as well. Really? Yeah. Is he an extra or is he actually? He, my dad's Alex, never, Alex, never Alex, been an extra. Alex, Does he have lines? Alex. He's always had lines. My dad never, about ever his dad and had an extra. He'll never shut him up, trust me. Is this me. worse than going into VAR? This is like a black hole. Is this hole? another no, no, rabbit hole? This is like hole. a black hole it's and a rabbit hole. I am it's because I'm rewriting. It's a rabbit hole in a black hole. It's a black hole. rabbit hole. I am rewriting his autobiography. I'm editing it. <laughs> okay. It's... it's <laughs> Anyway, that's, it's, it's a rabbit hole of no particular yeah, yeah, definable yeah, yeah. colour. Chelsea races. 300 films. <laughs> thousands of tellies, my dad. See, I told you. That's dad, it, we're done. Dad is a legend. Welcome to Talking Pictures with Jonathan Kidd. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, obviously after break we'll talk more about Chelsea's game, yeah, but we've got obviously a Premier League game tonight yes. on the south coast. Uh, it's Southampton v Bournemouth and Peter Hood is at St Mary's this evening and he has all of the team news. Southampton make two changes from the side that won at Sheffield United. One is forced with Moussa Gineppo injured. That blow, though, is offset with the return of Nathan Redmond from injury and he will partner Che Adams in a, an attacking role. The other change sees Kevin Danso come into the defence with Maya Yoshido dropping down to the subs bench. Bournemouth make one change with Jefferson Lerma replacing Lewis Cook, who's also on the subs bench. It's Southampton against Bournemouth at St Mary's. Chidge. JK. In all the years you've been following Chelsea, you hardly ever miss a match, home or away. But how would you feel if you couldn't be there and it's not on TV? Oh, Chidge, I'd be bereft. Inconsolable. The thought of missing my beloved Blue Boys live. <laughs> it's all too much. <laughs> I know, JK, I know. It's all a bit too much, isn't it? Yes. <laughs> well, panic not. NordVPN have come to the rescue. They have? Yep. NordVPN allows us to watch any match, even if it's not on live TV here. They do? Yeah, they do. With just one click, they switch your virtual location to a country which is showing the match, 
and they act as your cyber bodyguard whilst online, protecting your personal data and sensitive info like card details and passwords. Oh, wow, great. Uh, But yeah, I bet that'll cost me a fortune. Actually, JK, it's only the price of a cup of coffee per month, and you can use your account across six devices. It's a bargain, JK. And best of all, no more tears for you. Oh, thank you. Thank you, NordVPN. I'm so happy. I could cry. (laughs) Where do I sign up, Jidge? Well, to get the best discount off your NordVPN plan, go to nordvpn.com forward slash Chelsea Fancast. There's no risk with Nord's 30-day money-back guarantee, and you'll help support the Chelsea Fancast. The link is in the podcast episode description box. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. We've all got one, and we're not afraid to put it on display. Our opinions, that is. Share yours now at Love Sport Radio on Twitter, or call us 0208 70 20 558. Love Sport Radio, your fan station. This is the Chelsea Fan Show with the Chelsea Fancast and me, Kieran Critchard. I'm joined in the studio by David Chichi, Jonathan Kidd and Alexandra Churchill this evening. Obviously, we'll be giving you updates when the Southampton-Bournemouth game does kick off down at St Mary's. Before we look ahead to the Premier League action this weekend, obviously Chelsea beat Liverpool at Stamford Bridge. I just wanted to get one last view on the Champions League game and how how does it affect uh, Chelsea's chances? I'll start with you, Chichi, that this is a hope defeat maybe if it'd been away would you view yeah. it differently a first game at home and Ajax looked impressive the other night one of the other teams in the group how how does this impact Chelsea's chances I, I'm bound to say I don't think so and I, I get that I mean it's not ideal I mean it's only the I think it's the second time we've uh, uh, yeah Chelsea have lost their opening Champions League match of the campaign for only the second time the first was against Basel in 2013-14 it is not ideal losing your first game it's not ideal losing at home but I think actually whether you lose at home or away is kind of immaterial. You don't want to lose your games. What I will say is that in a very tight group, and I think this group will be very tight, I think all, each of the teams are about as much of a muchness. Um, so I think it'll probably end up really, you know, about how far we progress in terms of who beats each other. You know, I think other sides are going to drop points in this group. So, you know, if you've got like... Uh, you know, a couple of very strong teams and a couple of a, a mediocre team and a weak team. It would make it really, really hard. But I think the fact is that it's going to be very tight. I mean, I said on uh, on Monday, didn't I? I said it's going to be cagey. And actually, I think if we were guilty, I don't, I don't think we were, we were really guilty of anything. I think Valencia kind of outstreet smarted us. They are they, very you know, competent. Very what we lacked, and this is disappointing because th- I think it's a lot of hogwash to say, oh, we're really inexperienced in European competition. Yeah, we're not. William and Aspie were making their fiftieth European appearance yeah, for the club. Yeah. I think the management are inexperienced at this level. That's what really told. But I thought Valencia were very wily in European football and you were saying Jake and the break. For a draw. Well there yeah. was there was no football they after us. they were they ahead us, with the, and I said it was like cod flailing round that had been yeah. turfed out of water. They didn't want to play football after they went ahead. No, but that's that's good European yeah. football, you know. They 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 sewed the game up, they mugged us, really yeah. lo- set piece yeah. goal. Once again, rolling you, around all over the floor because he he volleyed it into the yeah, ground but, you know, and they got into the corner. The team, particularly the management team, need to learn quick in this competition otherwise they would no, wouldn't you really being, being yeah, it's one thing playing, played, man. It's but... one thing playing, but another managing. We need isn't it? It, was, it was a real shame that the guy. Yes, good. Real Morales. Real Morales. with his Raul Morales. He's got unit. hair, but it, it we was don't a, care. It was a shame that uh, the moment that he'd made the the rather radical um, substitution of bringing on El yeah. El Beardo to go up with Tammy rather than Oli Giroud and took. Um, he's a blue. Yeah, well, funny enough, I, 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 I was I was hoping it would be uh, uh, Oli Giroud scored in Baku. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Doesn't scan, mate. I've just made it scan. 
No, you have scored in Baku. Oli Giroud no. scored in Baku. Yeah, no, yeah, no. yeah. That scans. That scans. I fidgeted in. Man, our fans have trouble with oh, Tammy, 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 Tammy. I know, Abraham. This is just for me. I'm going to be Wolves. doing it on my own. Oh, okay. Yeah. The wrong contact can tenane. What is that? What's that word? You'd know it. <laughs> I can't say it. Con can a ticket on something like that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Con can a That's the one. You meant that's, that word? Is it that did one? You? Yeah. Yes. Thank you. Yeah, thank yeah. you, Mr. Voiceover Artist. Yeah. It's no. It's true. Tell a listener what it means. It means come here. Tell them what it means. Tell them what it really means in English. Uh, it, it's to do with the uh, the tone and yeah. the and the uh, timing and the, the timing, the exactly. con and the can and the concatenation. Ton. Yeah, see, I can exactly. say it. You can when say I try really it. hard. Yeah. <laughs> Don't ask me to say Mio Yovovovic because I can't say that. <laughs> they everybody on Love Sport knows that I can. They always every time we have a team to read out, they make sure I have to read Chris Butler because I can't say Mio Yovovovic. Of course, do it. No, no, no. And now, now, like, now it's Obama, Obama Mayang. I say that wrong, Harry. Yeah. See, I can't do it. Can you say Obama Mayang? It's a bomb yang. yang. See, yeah, I, I yeah, can do it when yeah, I try, yeah. but not when I don't. Yeah. But anyway, can you say Edward, Edward Woodward? Ewa Wooer. No, Edward Woodward. Ewa Wooer. <laughs> <laughs> Let's look ahead uh, then to uh, Sunday's just game. sitting here like, oh my God. Uh, what's, the, what's, the, uh, what's the other one? Then get uh, on with the show. Uh, uh, Ekiog. You go Ekiog. That was always amused me. Yeah. You go Ekiog. Because it was actually Iago. Can you say Tamori's right. real name? Yeah. yeah. Ficayo. No, have you not seen Yeah, I have. Let's not go there. Kieran, get on with the show before you explode. Yeah, let's look at uh, Sunday's <laughs> game then. The biggest game of the weekend. Stamford Bridge, 4.30. It is Chelsea v Liverpool. Um, Mason Mount, we mentioned him earlier, how he is being cleared of a serious injury. That's what Frank Lampard said in his press conference today. Uh, N'Golo Kante could play. Uh, let's start with you, Alex. H- how do you see Chelsea line up? Let- let- let's take their lineup from the midweek game against Valencia. H- how much do you think Frank Lampard will look to change the side from that, that 11? Mm, I don't. Mm, will he go free at the back? He it depends might. whether Emerson he is still injured. Stay. Is Emerson still injured? Uh, I haven't heard on him. He's got a chance of playing. He's got a ju- um, I just think ugh, we're so. We will never be this weak again. So, really, I we'll probably get. Tanked. I've already booked a table at a bar afterwards. I think. I think Alex, the the real issue, and you're right. Will he go three at the back? Will he go four? And I think, you know, three at the back. Um, I think we look a lot more solid defensively, and actually, I think we look quite good attacking. I mean, I know Wolves are in very poor form, but there was something quite solid about it with that extra cover. Because I don't think them. I think the problem for us is the lack of cover in midfield. I don't think that they get across mm. to cover enough and I think that exposes us on the counter-attack. And but, God, hang on a minute, God help us if Mane, Salah and Firmino run riot on us. But I think it all depends on Rudiger because if Rudiger is fit, he, I think he'll go Rudiger, Christensen, Tomori at the back. But is he fit? But that's the point. I don't know. Uh, if will, he's not, Zuma cannot play in a three. But he's pretty he rubbish in a four, so God go knows what we'll do. And use as a template the fact that we pretty much had the measure of them in Istanbul. Absolutely. Yeah, but I think that they were very undercooked at the time, and Kieran might tell us what he thinks about They're that. undercooked midweek, they're lost. Well, yeah, but <laughs> Napoli are a good side. But Liverpool are doing... Uh, they lost three Champions League games away in the group stages last year and still won the blooming thing. But I think I think that they were quite... They were a lot more undercooked than we were in the uh, in the Champions League, even in the Champions League, in the Super Cup, even though they feel a stronger side than us. I don't know, what do you think? I think you look back at that Super Cup game. I looked at Chelsea; and they actually surprised me in a, in a well, and, and us, I think, in, in a good way. Actually, I think I think Chelsea played a lot better. And one man we mentioned earlier that's kind of been sidelined a little bit, Christian Pulisic, actually on that night yeah. had a very he very did. good performance. Had yeah. a goal disallowed also, and, and just looked very very impressive on that night. Um, and yeah, Chelsea actually did a decent job first half. Liverpool didn't get going. They were so sloppy. First of all, they, they were sluggish, mate. They, they, it, it, was a, yeah. it was a very, very sluggish. Liverpool didn't get going it, really until... Was it because of the way Chelsea were playing, though? I thought we really put it put it at them. They're very capable of doing that. It's a question of whether they can then maintain that. Because energetically, he's trying to get this real this real well, like pace Liverpool. being played. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. I think we're it was very, a, very much like they were in their first season under Klopp where they came bombing out for 20 minutes that's and right, if and they, they got, got one or two goals, yes, yes. they would sting you yes. because then you had to change yes. your whole approach to the game. Yes. But if you could just 
hold them out for 20 minutes, then they started to run out of steam and run out of impetus. They did that thing of having 20-minute rests, didn't they? And then then they'd play again. Then they'd come back for the last 20 minutes. That was the pattern that he had initially. It just seemed very peculiar. We are kind of similar to that. Well, it was interesting comments, actually, in Jurgen Klopp's press conference today. He actually compared this Chelsea side to when he first took over at Borussia (laughs) Dortmund. The the number of young players that you think about when Jurgen Klopp took over, the likes of Mario Goetz was coming through Shinji no, no, Kagawa. You, you said that wrong. It's got to be Mario Goethe. A bit Goethe. like Chaz and Dave. Goethe. Goethe. <laughs> yeah. uh, but he was, they were bringing through those young players and, uh, and Jürgen Klopp was, was praising quite a lot, actually, the likes of Mount and Lewandowski Abraham. Lewandowski with him, then? He was, yeah. yes. And, and oh, yeah, I, remember that story about, <laughs> I remember that, that story about him nearly signed for Blackburn Rovers yeah, yeah. Um, back in 2009, I think it was. But you think he, he actually compared that. Do you think that this Chelsea side, I mean, it's far too early to suggest it, but can you see similarities between how Jurgen Klopp worked that Dortmund side, a very young age, very inexperienced, and had to, had to have two or three years at it before suddenly they came well, up I, and, I and Bayern Munich yeah. was suddenly the team beaten. Dortmund won two Bundesliga titles. Absolutely. Can you see him do, working yeah. a similar type of thing to Dortmund? Yeah. I can. If he's allowed to, yeah. If he's allowed to, it's a good point. I mean, I I, I, I don't like to blame my own Trump. Well, actually, I do. As we blow know. it, blow but it. But I wrote an article this week about Depends that you very point. You know, within about six... Well, you know where I blow it from. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm sitting on it. Um, the chair. The, the, the point is, is that within... I don't know, by mid-season maybe, we might have six homegrown, six homegrown certainly, players playing in the first team, which is just unheard of at Chelsea, but, isn't it? Chelsea but, will tell you that they expect one in every yeah. 200 recruits to the academy to make it to the yeah. first but team. But we could have, have you know, Abraham, seven. Mount, Tamori, Loftus-Cheek, Hudson-Odoi, Rhys James. And Rhys James, and exactly. Christensen. Yeah, well, he's not homegrown. I know he came to the academy when he was 15, yeah. 16, but he's not homegrown. But, but this is what Although he he's been attempting Europe, to have. He, since 2010, he's wanted Abramovich yeah. this to happen. He that has, was, bless that him. That was poor old... Um, that was his idea. Old uh, um, Carlo's problem. Carlo's yeah, problem. Because right. he tried he to play... He got blamed for it. He got blamed for it. That's right, and, yeah. he, and he put in... Um, uh, the to the fullback um, who, who uh, plays for Palace. What's his face? Um, Van Aanholt. Yeah, Van Aanholt yeah. was was playing as well. He put him in, and we lost three nil to Sunderland. And you could see everybody going, "This is not all we but want." You he know what? The, the the key thing with this is that I don't. You know, it's easy to say, Kieran. Oh well, they're just doing it because there's a transfer ban. La la. I think it's true to say that it wouldn't have happened had we not had the transfer ban. But you've also got to remember that these kids are getting in there on merit. And actually, these kids are some of the most sought-after young talent in Europe. This is part of the same group of Jaden Sancho, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, Phil Bowden. Yeah. Was it Foden? Foden. Sorry, Phil, Phil Bowden's a mate of mine. So, <laughs> so <laughs> sought over. I don't, I don't no, know his Phil, name. Phil Foden, um, Hudson-Odoi. And why? Because these guys were in the England under-17 side that won the World Cup. Yes. They're very much part of this whole kind of explosion of talented young English players. So that it may just be serendipity, but we might have struck on a core of, of English homegrown talent in Chelsea that will serve us well for a long time to come and get us back. And competing. they've coincided it with the person being available who is is changing the image of the club. I think the problem with having foreign uh, managers who don't communicate as much is that the the PR aspect isn't isn't maintained in the way that oh, they're the, in it for themselves. They would mate. like it. They really they're in it for would. themselves. Whereas Frank Frank is yeah. such a star. Chelsea, that way, completely. Chelsea. But also it, the fact that he expresses himself blue, so blue, well. It? And it's also very, and we talked about Sarri being honest, but in this way he's honest, but also willing to give information, Frank, as well, in a way oh, that yeah. makes you engage I think I think Sarri was club. honest in a sociopathic sort of way, really. Is this the uh, the psychoanalyst That's, speaking? No, no, I couldn't possibly do that, but and yes. Then, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, up next we'll be looking at how Chelsea stop Liverpool and, and the, the fab three up top, Salah, Mane, Firmino, and wondering whether the Super Cup will have any impact on Sunday's game this is love sport this is the chelsea fan show with the chelsea fancast and me kieran critchard we're continuing to look ahead to chelsea's home game on sunday against liverpool um let's look at it from how chelsea look at liverpool rather than chelsea's team selection that they are likely to come up against the fab three up top for liverpool sadio mane roberto firmino and mo salah alex when you look at this and and, and look at who potentially will play in defense for chelsea the, the, the million-dollar question, how do Chelsea stop Mane, Salah and Firmino on Sunday? Is it hope and pray? I mean, you've got to go 20 minutes without conceding. 
so that you can start to build on that. I'll tell you what you do. You sit on Firmino. Mm. If you stop Firmino, you stop Sal- uh, Salah and Mane. Yeah. I, I tell you what. Salah hasn't played well I, I, the last I, I, two times I, against I, us. You know, I I, I've caught a few Liverpool games this season and I know I should go home and wash my mouth out and all the rest of it. But I think they are they are a superb football side. They play superb football. But I tell you what, the person that impresses me most is Robert Firmino. I think he is a brilliant. He is. I think he's really underrated. I think he's a brilliant football player. Really, really clever. Works really hard for the team. Here's the difference in the Super Cup when he came. Yeah, on. wasn't that he was just? But I think he's brilliant. I really do. I think, and if you stop him, his teeth offend me though. His teeth offend me too. If you wear, if you wear JK's glasses, which black out everything, yeah, and you you kick him in the knee in the first minute, maybe that's me? how you stop him. Kick me? No, no, Firmino. Oh, okay. Yeah, I think he's a superb player, mate. You know, but if we have Kante playing, I was just minded of that interview, that story to- Chopper Harris always tells about kicking George Best. Yeah. Kick him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Where he said that he gave him a good stamping yeah. early on in the game. And he still scored. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. With a broken leg. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I interviewed George Best shortly before he died and I talked to him about the goal that I think you were talking about, which is where Best beat about eight Chelsea players. And then Chopper had not just one bite at him, but two. And as he was falling over, he slotted the ball past Bonetti and then he crumpled in a heap. And he kind of, it's like he's kind of uh, doing a, you know, praying to Allah, that kind of movement in the penalty box. Everybody thinks that he was celebrating an absolutely stupendous goal and he was exhausted having, no, Chopper had kicked him so hard he actually felt, he did, he chipped a bone in his his shin. He thought he'd broken his leg. He was in agony. Yeah, what a player. What a player. And yet we we love Chopper. Oh, we love Chopper. I love Chopper because he did that to Eddie Gray, and it meant, meant that we won the FA Cup final in 1970. Did he do that in the in the replay? At Old yeah, Trafford? yeah. He was. I no, this, no, despite, Tommy Dock sent him out to do that, despite being there. Because yes, because he'd given uh, Gray swapped, had given they, had given Webb such a yeah. hard time in the final. So they swapped positions. Yeah, Chopper and yeah, Webb swapped yeah. positions, and he just Chopper him. was sent out. You know, Purely. Tommy Dock, get get your late tackles in early. Go nobble him, nobble him in the first. And basically, that's what he went. Went straight through him. First three minutes, Eddie Gray didn't not a peep did, out. Did the ref waggle his finger at him? No. The, the ref with those enormous, enormous shorts. <laughs> <laughs> how 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 football has changed in so, the years. So anyway, that's our plan for beating Firmino, Salah, and Martinez. Kick as, them as, a as a lot. linguist, I just have to pick this up, Chigi. Having yes, studied Portuguese at university, Roberto Firmino, not. Feminio. Okay, can I can I say the scales get with the white teeth? Would that would that be okay? Yeah. But why, so why isn't he Feminio? Because in Portuguese the N H is so Fabinho is the way. So if you think in Spanish the N with a little squiggle at the top, yeah. that's to to pronounce the N sound, not rather than the hard N. So Mourinho. Mourinho because that's the N H, whereas Femino because there's no H after the N. So it's not Feminio, it's Femino. Femino. Okay, Doctor Firmino. That's good to know. You did you did Portuguese, did Spanish you? and Portuguese at university. Oh, so wow, that's if, I, if, I, good. if I didn't pull you up on that, should you? Yeah. Can you can you that. can you tell me? You know it what they you, you know what they like call the Brazilian Swiss team with the apostrophes though. You know what they call the Brazilian team? It's the Selaçao. Say that for me properly. Uh, that would be Selaçao. Selaçao. I like that. Yeah. There's, there's that bloke, isn't there? That the, the, I can't remember his name. Tim Vicker. Uh, t- is it Tim? Vicar? Tim Vickery. Yeah, Tim Vickery. He's because he's lived in Brazil for forever. He's married to a Brazilian wife, and I love hearing him. His in pronunciations, Caltinho, pr- pronounce the. And it's just hilarious when you hear him on on the radio. All these idiot English people like me saying uh, Firmino, and he and he does yeah, it all properly. It's brilliant. I love it, that. Eden Hazard always offended me because it's Edon Hazard. Edon and, Hazard. And, and Kante is Kante. Yeah. So yeah, it should be pronounced, indeed. but you know we're never going to get that far, are we? We're not. <laughs> so, anyway, know. let's talk about the Super Cup because obviously these two sides met only a month uh, ago. It was literally just over a month ago in Istanbul. Jonathan, do you think oh, do you think that this that that game will have any type of impact on this one, or was it one of those where it's a Super Cup, it's a one-off game, and you move on from it? Can can it have any impact on? Well, I, game? I would be intrigued. I, I was intrigued that we were talking about them being a bit um, uncooked, but I, I felt that uh, you know it was all a bit uh, have at thee, wasn't it, at the very beginning, and they they, they couldn't deal with it. It's a question of what mm. what what Frank decides. If if we're timid, I think they'll take us to the cleaners. If we take it to them, I don't see why we should actually have the same effect if, if you cut them do they not bleed yes exactly well, I say the whole Champions League campaign in 2012 that Frank played through it, mm. they, everyone was better than us and we still won it I know um, he's played in games where 
that you, you're playing against a team that should bash you, and hopefully that experience think, will come to the fore. I think you need a bit of luck with it. Well, but yeah, I think the crowd have got a big part to play on Sunday because yeah, what, what, what worries me more... I'm not bothered about the Super Cup. I really do think it's a bit of a distraction. What worries me more is that we've still yet to, to win at home. Frank's yet to win at home. And I think the longer that that continues, the more... I mean, I'm not saying he's in pressure for his, for his job or anything, but I think he, he'll, he'll have his own pressure. And I think it will feed into the fans a bit. Um, so we need to be patient and not be downhearted and really get behind them because I think they're going to need us on Sunday because, as Jonathan said... It could go one of two ways, and uh, one of them could be horrible. If, 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 you know, if we make a mistake here, where they get a goal or two down early, it could be horrible. But I think well, I think it'll be down to luck as well. I, I really think, think so. they're the odd lucky moment. We're capable Actually, of getting, yeah, we're we, capable of getting a result. The, the beautiful thing about this team, like the good old days, is that we're a, we're capable of beating anybody on our day, and I think we could do it on Sunday. Michael Oliver in charge. Well, he's a good referee. I well, think, he is, but bunch. unfortunately. Andre Marin isn't. And yeah, but he's, he's, he's the VAR. He's the VAR. But he's he not on the pitch, it. though. That's that's at least an improvement. Well, who, who is in charge anymore? Peacock. The of crime the ref, of the ancient mariner, as I used to write. Oh, dear. Anyway, mm. l- let's finish off with them predictions. Chidge, I'll start off with you, Chelsea, Liverpool. How's it going to end up? Um, I think I'm going to go 2 2 again because it worked for me last week when we won 5 2. So I'm going to say 2 2. Bit of reverse psychology, oh, hoping that you're wrong. Absolutely. I have, a, I have a text saying Sexton was Chelsea manager when we won the cup. I don't know. I think you might have got it wrong. That's very there. true. Yeah. I said Doherty, didn't I? I think so. Did you? It, yeah, I did. It says, tell Johnny, I, come lately. Well, well t- tell the buffoon who's trying to irritate me by texting that... Uh, I was re- the reason I did that. What I conf- I conflated the fact that it was Doherty who used to tell Chopper to get his late yeah, tackles that's in right, early. That's right. I don't think that had a relevance because we know that yeah. Sexton was yeah. the manager yeah. then. Because yeah. no, I don't. Doc- no, no. Tell Doherty your mate that left no, I only started 67. supporting Chelsea last year, so clearly I don't know anything. Yeah, but you watched Derby before that and Napoli. Didn't you even watch Napoli last season? Yeah, yeah. no, the season before last. Okay. It Didn't you even been... watch Liverpool last season? The season before last. Uh, okay. yeah. uh, Jonathan, your <laughs> yeah. prediction for the game? Oh, I don't know. I, I did quite well until I thought we'd beat um, Valencia. I got um, uh, 4-2 and the week before I got uh, got us beating Norwich 3-2. I got that right, but I, I came a cropper on Tuesday because I thought we'd win easily. Um, uh, I think it'll be... Th- I think we'll score twice, actually. I think it'll be 3-2 to them. And Alex, what's your prediction going to be? That I'll be amazed if we win, happy if we draw, but I'm expecting to lose. Put a number on it. Scoreline. Push you for it. I'll tickle you until you do. I'll just say two all as well, then I don't have to say what I really think. <laughs> two all, make then. me sick in my mouth. So that's Chelsea v Liverpool. That is the end of the Chelsea fan show. I hope I've done a decent enough Good job, job well uh, filling in for Matt and Good Charlie. Job. So that's the end of the Chelsea fan show. The Chelsea fan cast, many thanks to the guys. This programme was previously broadcast live on Love Sport Radio, so some items may be out of date. Phone-in elements of these shows are not available, but if you'd like to comment or give us feedback on our shows, you can tweet us at Love Sport Radio. For more podcasts or to listen live, visit lovesportradio.com. Alternatively, you can find this and other podcasts on iTunes or Spotify using the keyword Love Sport. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around. You've got your McNuggets share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. 